You're listening to Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. Aliata, uh, we're talking about addictions this week. Yes, addictions. And as it relates to mental health, what causes addiction? How does this happen? Is is there a chemical imbalance? Is there are there emotional things attached, or or is it all of the above? Or? It can be all of the above. Um, addiction is defined as a psychological or physical inability to stop doing something. Mm. Um, and while today we'll focus on addiction in terms of alcohol and drug abuse, but um, addiction can span to sex addictions. Um, gambling, overeating, there's a lot of addictions. But going back to the definitions, it's anything that you're doing um, that you have the inability to stop doing, even though it causes your body harm. Mm. And so for the purpose of utilizing a drug or alcohol um, as an addiction for this particular part of the series, um, we're looking at what is the underlying call that might make you more addictive or someone have a more addictive personality over someone else. And so there's this pretty, probably three top reasons. Um, the most popular, of course, is disease, the disease model. Mm-hmm. Um, and that just says that um, there is a chemical imbalance that makes you more susceptible to um, alcohol or drug abuse. Particularly, um, there's some generational language that's coming out now. Some tests that say that if your father was an alcoholic, you're predisposed Mm. to be an alcoholic yourself. Um, And then there's a psychological aspect of what could be uh, underlying, and that's where there is a mental health break or there's an instance that occurs even in your environmental, um, which is the surroundings around you um, or your life um, that causes you and kind of pushes you over the brink. And Mm. um, it becomes now an active choice to kind of numb yourself internally from the feelings that you are feeling, whether there's sadness or anything like that. If you're someone who's struggling with addiction of any kind, uh, where do you get help? Uh, are there programs in communities? Are they only at churches? Or where where can we find help with addictions? All of the above. They are church-run um, substance abuse and alcohol um, abuse programs. Um, you have most of the Al-Anon and NA and AA uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. programs of support for those who have now come out of treatment and want to be in the maintenance part um, of the process. And so those are usually sponsored and held at churches. Mm. Um, for those who need to be, who need to go through the detox, we really should look for a medical facility, um, a place that is trained to be able to assist an individual right. from coming off of drugs or alcohol, um, because there are some physiological things that happen um, from that withdrawal. Um, if you've ever known anyone to who's abused any type of drugs, you know that your body tends to build up a competency to it. Mm. And so you need to have more of the drug or the alcohol in order to achieve the same effect. And so we want to look for a certified treatment facility to be able to assist them. And um, there's various programs. A lot of nonprofit will um, have a 30-day to a six-week program where individuals can enter um, and do that. But then you have some follow-up maintenance programs that you have. And those 
those are more um, continued treatments on a long-term basis. And it just depends on the person who's utilized the drug or alcohol, how addicted they are. For some people, it could be very dangerous to just try to stop drugs, yeah. cold turkey, particularly with access to so many drugs. We know, you know, there's a synthetic marijuana that is causing a lot of damage called K2 in our society. And so you really want to look for a facility that is um, and staff who are trained to be able to assist an individual who might yeah. have a drug and addiction. Um, never underestimate the power of being there as, as a support system for someone, um, even if you don't like their habit at the moment. But being there when they're ready to take that step and move away from either the drug or the alcohol, you'll be the first person that they reach out to. Yeah. We at the Salvation Army, we have some uh, alcohol mm -hmm. uh, or drug and alcohol rehabilitation centers, as we mentioned earlier in the episode. But um, what I like about being in those centers is that, you know, particularly on Sundays, they invite the families to come mm -hmm. be with the, the men or the women in our facilities so that they can have their support network in a safe place. Um, I'm aware that sometimes family can be enabling. Absolutely. Um, so by not allowing the folks while they're in the facility to leave or to be around people that might enable them to mm -hmm. fail again uh, or go back to the same habits, it's a chance to kind of um, is the um, assimilate back into society or uh, whatever the word would be to transition back yeah, into transition back into society. functioning without mm -hmm. the constant um, uh, counseling available to you at one of our centers. Um, so it's, it's good. I, one of the first stories that Aliata told us was uh, a job that she had where someone was being released from prison. And um, once it was all said and done, they stood outside the facility for 20 minutes or so and and he was unsure of what to do next unsure because of what to do. institutional Absolutely. living uh was now removed from this person and um you know that can happen particularly in a treatment facility where you've got an institutional situation and then you're done and you've got to get back into the workforce or get back into uh, what for some could be old habits. And for the 12 step model, that is why it's so important yeah. to have a sponsor and work those somebody steps. who has, who has done this process and been in it, who understand the challenges, um, that you'll face. And you, you spoke a little bit about, um, having different family members playing different parts and you spoke about the enabler. Um, and that's why we have the Al-Anon and Allen mm. teens program, um, to be able to help the family yeah. transition the perspectives that they've had. Um, whether they supported the individual in their uh, drug habit or alcohol habit um, in a place for teens to be able to share how it's affect their lives. Yeah. Um, so it really affects the whole family um, because in order for that individual to be successful as they come out into a life of recovery, they really will need the support of all of, um, all of their loved ones around them. Yeah. We're going to talk about recovery in our next episode. I hope that you're enjoying what you're hearing from Aliada uh, with the experience and the passion that she brings. We're glad that you joined us on Wonderful Words of Life, and we hope that we get to see you next time. God bless you. Thanks for listening. To hear this week's full episode of Wonderful Words of Life, subscribe to the show on iTunes or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. Soundcast.org.